guys, this is Brienne. And this is Catherine. And we're best friends. Who happen to be Shit's Creek lovers. So, we decided to start a podcast where we can talk about the show, what we love about it, spread some positivity and laughter, and even bring in some like-minded friends along the way. Join us every week for Ew, David, a Shit's Creek Giggle Fest, an episode-by-episode podcast all about Shit's Creek and how hilarious we think it is. We love this journey for us, and we hope you love it too. Danny Boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Hello! Hi, guys! (laughs) Welcome back. Oh my god, I've been so excited to do that. I've been singing it all week in preparation for this episode. We may or may not have had that planned. I mean, it was going to happen anyway. Naturally, because every time we just thought it was a good opener, (laughs) sets the tone. Good icebreaker. I mean, oh gosh. That's been in my head all week, and it will be all week again. It it will be. I'm going to listen to it all the time. Love it. Well, hello. Hello. Welcome back. Another episode of You, David. I should scream Eagle Fest. Boom. Because we have a whole title. That Not, no one uses. That no one Including uses us. It's okay. We just say, ew, David, and I know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but hello, hello. Um, we can start with a couple things. Like, um, this is our first time recording in... A month. Like, yeah. A month. month. We um, had been listening to our previously recorded episodes mm-hmm. that have been out and uh-huh. realized that we absolutely hated the fact... That that yeah. we were talking about Christmas. Hated it. Four weeks later. So um, we decided to take a break and let the episodes catch up as we had them. And now we are recording a week ahead on yeah. time because don't want to do that anymore. Nope. Done with now it. Now we can just talk about Valentine's now, Day. Yeah. Now we're on time for life. It's great. On time. On time for, for life. life. We're not behind. It doesn't feel like we're behind anymore. Nah. Um, so we took a little bit of a break. So... If we if we feel a little off or weird or extra hyper or anything really, that's why. That's why we haven't we haven't done this in a month. So we gotta grease the wheels and is that how you say get back like grease the? I was gonna say get back into the swing of things, but well, we can grease too. things if you want. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just. Rec- just we'll just leave the snort no big deal it's fine um so there there we go so we took a little bit of a break here we are we're back I am excited to be back recording with you same I've missed it right me too I feel like my weeks went a little slower yeah yeah without it so same really watch as much of my show right you know I've got Two and a half pages of notes back in front because I was so excited to be back. I because this was and this your, episode is my almost favorite. Almost favorite, not quite the favorite, but it's your almost favorite. Yeah. Um, I may or may not have gotten distracted halfway through my notes. Um, but By I have may thoughts. or may not. She means absolutely did. I absolutely did. As in, she's I, continued watching the episode but stopped writing things down. And but it's fine. Didn't realize it's fine. It's fine. I was just really into the episode, so. It's a good one. I still have thoughts. It yeah. was hilarious. I mean, I definitely like paused and rewound. Oh, yeah. Because I'd be writing, I'm like, wait, I missed my favorite part, or I missed yeah. my favorite Johnny face. Yep. So. I was just, it's too funny. It was too funny, and I was just really into it. I was really enjoying it, and then forgot that I had 
you know, a job to do. A job to do. So I only have half my notes, but I know what we. Yeah, we're I fine. know we're fine. We're good. No big deal. Um, but again, we can talk about our social media. We yep. have an Instagram. Sure do. Shits Giggle Fest. A Facebook page also. Yep. Also Shits Giggle Fest. Mm-hmm. Both of them are linked in the description if you would like to go and follow. We had now have like over a hundred Instagram followers. That's just insane. Which is just cool. I know. Have over a thousand first, streams. I was like, are they all people we know? <laughs> Are they our friends? Do we but know they're that? not. They're not. Like, so, only a few of our friends cool. follow us. So we're really excited about that. So people yeah. love the show. Hopefully you guys are enjoying what we're doing. Um, we love doing it. We're yeah. having fun. So we're just going to keep going and, and enjoying the laughter. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, right. buddy. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing really well Yay. today. I had Yay. a really good week. Yeah. Um, had a good night with our friend Bernadette the other day where we discovered some things about Eugene Levy that I'm definitely going to talk about later. Yes. Love, um, love, love. And Bob. I don't know that actor's name. I really should. I'm going to, I'll Whoever plays Bob. Bob. I learned about them, which was fun. <laughs> so you're excited about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. About but, Bob um, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing really well. I had a good week. Um, I'm really excited to be back here with you. I feel like it's I haven't been seen. While. It's been a while. Like we hung out, but not. I mean, we watched Cheetah Girls together recently. We did. But other than that, we haven't Cheetah seen each other Girls, much. Cheetah sister. Okay, we won't. I won't Cheetah segue. Power. We won't segue that no. far into Cheetah Girls. It's fine. We'll come back. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, but I'm really excited to be back. I missed yeah. you, but no, I had a good week. I'm excited to be here. We have our bagels and coffee. Wow. Yet again. Bob's name is John Hemphill. John Hemphill. I learned Hemp Hill. That's what I said. John oh. Hemphill. Oh, I didn't hear the p. Hemphill. Thank you. <laughs> and Eugene Levy discovered something about them that we'll, we'll, we'll talk about. We'll get fun there. Facts okay, fun facts. Okay. Well, are we ready then? We are starting Carl's funeral Carl's today. Carl's funeral. <clears throat> Which does not sound like it would be funny, but you know, <laughs> it's Shit's Creek, so. Well, when you read the title, I know my first question was like, well, who's Who's Carl? Carl? (laughs) Because this whole time, we hadn't, we have yet to meet a Carl. It was so early in the show, though, that I'm like, oh, maybe I forgot a character's name. I definitely remember thinking that. Because I I for sure was not sure who Bob was yet. Okay. Like, I kept forgetting what his name was. I was like, oh, maybe it's the old guy. Like. (laughs) Maybe he did die. But I was wrong. Not him. Wrong, wrong. So, yes. Carl, Carl is having a funeral. Uh Uh-huh. We don't know who Carl is, but I remember asking myself um, that question. Five seasons later, still don't know much about we Carl. We still don't know a lot about <laughs> This is the only time we speak of Carl, I feel. So. Well, he is referenced later on. Is he? Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. All right. I'll let you know. Okay, thank you. All right, should I start um, with a synopsis then? Yeah. When Johnny tries to get out of being a pallbearer at a neighbor's funeral, he gets tasked with delivering the eulogy for a man he barely remembers. Yeah. I have a question about that, yeah. that synopsis. Neighbor? First of all, neighbor. And barely remembers? Were those your questions? Yes. Because those were mine. Did he even meet him? Of course he doesn't remember. How I feel can like he no. barely remember? Come on, guys. I mean, maybe he saw him around town or something, but I don't remember him ever interacting. <laughs> maybe off screen. But maybe. judging by the way Johnny acts in this episode, I don't think he ever met judging him. Judging by the... By all of it. Like, I feel like they had no idea who Carl was. But Carl knew who Johnny was. We'll get there. So, okay. Well, that's the synopsis. (laughs) All right. I'm going to do the opening credits really quick. This episode was directed by Jerry Security. 
It was written. Why are you laughing at me? That's I not just, helping the situation. I'm sorry. It's just that every time you get so nervous to say I it. I don't know why. Because I know I'm saying it wrong, I think. Anyway, directed by Jerry Sigritti. Written by Dan and Eugene Levy, Kevin White, Chris Posebon, Michael Grassi, Amanda Walsh, and Colin Friesen, as usual. There's a cast of 17 people. We think there's a crew of 178. And it first aired on March 3rd of 2015. Why do we only think that there's 178? Because when I mathed, I got 152. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we're going with Brianna. When I mathed twice, I got 178 both times. So we've, we've shown in the past math is not my strong suit, so we're going to go with my number. <laughs> there were close to 200 people there. How's that? It was a big crew. Yeah. It worked really hard. Yay. Okay. Making my almost favorite episode. Almost favorite. Of season is, one. Can we just say second favorite? Can, can yeah. you call this your second favorite? <laughs> of season one, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So starting with the play-by-play, we are at the motel. Uh, Jocelyn and Roland have knocked on the door to, um... In a very somber way. Very somber. Not usual. Peppy selves, mm-hmm. yes. Very, very somber. Like, Roland is looking at the floor somber. Yeah. Um, and they come in and they are letting... Well, first of all, they just say, you remember Bob? <laughs> Moira, no. No. <laughs> And Roland so unashamedly goes, um, that's the man who, like, whose cabin you had sex in. Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob died. died. <laughs> because, of course, that's what you assume. That's what you would assume. But Bob's fine. He's still jogging around town. It's Not his brother, though. Yeah, his brother died. His brother Carl has died. <laughs> I loved Johnny's response. Oh, I didn't know Carl. Just because like- they did it. <laughs> Just like you can clearly see they're sad and he's just right. like, oh, that doesn't affect me. Right. Why are you here? Why are you here? I have no <laughs> idea who that is. But then they keep pushing saying, well, he thought so highly of you, right. Johnny. When did Johnny meet Carl? Not on screen? Because we never met Carl. I just... I really don't think he ever did. Because he just says, oh, I didn't know him. Like, he barely remembered Bob, and he's had a lot of memorable interactions. We just with had Bob. interactions with Bob last week. Right. Well, or the, the week, week before. before. Yeah. I think it was the week before. When, whatever it was. Whenever he took him, he took his car. He stole yeah. the car. Oh, yeah. That wasn't Olive. It was. I think it was before. Yeah. Either but way. He's had some memorable ones because he right. had that and breaking into his cabin. Like, how are you going to forget Bob? And he seemed to right. barely remember the man. Still. And, like, the lack of perception on both ends. Mm. Like, for Roland and Jocelyn, like, guys, they don't know who right. this man is. You are not going to get the comfort you're looking no. for from him. But also, Johnny and Moira, someone is dead. And, like, clearly Roland and Jocelyn are sad about it. Right. Like, they're upset. Have a little and tact. And they're just like, oh, I don't know him, so right. whatever. Like, just because you don't know them <laughs> doesn't mean that you can't have some sort of, you know, sympathy, empathy or sympathy right. for but. So it was just That's a ridiculous Rose opening. Rose yeah. and shits. But yeah. Shits and um, roses. Apparently Carl thought very highly. And very. he wanted Johnny to be a pallbearer. That's why Jocelyn and Rose Right. Were there. Well, and then according to Johnny, he can't because of his bad back. Supposedly. And in order to get support from Moira, he goes, right? Moira, my back. And she goes, oh, oh, yes, it's terrible. And his arms, so weak like corn. Yeah. <laughs> Weak little muscles like little cornets. <laughs> she just took it a little too far. And then he was like, we're just talking about my back more. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I mean, she supported him in his life. That's, huh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you say. <laughs> she went with oh it. She God. went with it. I just, it's just so. The communication in this scene was just, I didn't. Yeah. I just, it was just so ridiculous because right. they were. Tactless. What? Johnny was so tactless. Jocelyn and Roland just expected so much right. from people who had no idea who this man who was. this man is. Right, but and I love Johnny. I don't remember what Johnny said, but Roland was like, "Well, that's not going to help Bob." Should bother. She should bother, bother Carl. Carl. At the very end, say that. Johnny, because he's so oh, tactless. Awful. I mean, it made me laugh, but I was oh like, my "Oh my god!" I was like, bad. "Johnny, he just, he just, he died. just died. Come on!" But, but so there's, there's the cringy, hilarious, ridiculous opening that we have. Um, the next scene, we're still at the motel. Right. This time, David and Alexis are sleeping, and they <laughs> it's late in the morning. Too. Late, it's like yeah, it's like 10, ten. Yeah, we looked at the clock. It was like ten. 18 or 10, yeah. 11 or something. Some stupid like that. But David um, awakens from his slumber to a baby crying loudly. And people outside. yelling. Yep. Yeah. It's really loud. Mm-hmm. So he stumbles out of bed, walks over to the yeah. window, and sees this towny couple, he calls them, with a baby. Yeah. And Named. do you remember the baby's name? The baby's name is Denim, y'all. As in jeans. Right. Denim jeans. The baby's name is Denim. That's a new one for me. I've that never, is a new one for me I've as well. I can't be mad at it. It's someone's name, but it's like, what? Yeah, it was an interesting one. It was an interesting one. Um, but anyway, so he's he is like, oh my God. Oh my God. I don't um, want to be by these people. Yep. And then all of a sudden, so he goes to tell Alexis, like, there's these people out there. And then out of nowhere, you hear glass being thrown at the building. <laughs> And glass shattering. And David, a, oh my god, is there a gun? Is there a gun? Well, it's funny, he away. stayed away from the window and Alexis runs over to look. She's like, <gasps> if there were a gun, she would have been. Right. Been she gone. went to go check and she sees this couple and immediately is just like, oh no. No, I've seen this before. Seen this. I'm not going to play this game with these people. Um, so uh, David's horrified and Alexis, in her selfishness, <laughs> It just starts packing her bag. Right. He's like, where, where are you going? Um, I'm going to stay at Ted's because I, what did she say? I've she's lived in too, too many. Spinning, too yeah. many spring breaks. Yep. To know how this is going to yep. um, And then David goes, um, hello. <laughs> Was there anyone in there? Because she goes, he um, like puts her, his head up right. to her chest. <laughs> okay, well, she's like, I, I don't feel good about it. But <laughs> okay, Alexis, you don't give Shit. Nope. <laughs> you do not she care. Just left him. You don't care. You are going to Ted's and you don't care. So, I mean, I may have found another place to stay as well if I were in her shoes. As if I, but Those I wouldn't have been like, I'm just in. leaving you. I'd have been like, David, you should also find. I mean, he could find another place to go. He could stay go. with Stevie or something. They're friends. Well, <laughs> what a way to foreshadow. <laughs> Good one. I really didn't think about it till after Good I said one, it. Good one, buddy. Because you said it, and then you like your eyebrows went up. Because then you realized what, I realized you said. what I said. I was like, oh, he kind of does. Oh man. All right. So, oh, also, also, I just need to twenty minutes in the microwave for oh, that yeah. bottle. That what's like, gonna do that? Comment. I see a hummingbird. I'm sorry. It stopped me, and I just had okay. to. Okay. I love hummingbirds. It landed. Um. Anyway. Yeah, the dad of this denim baby yes. put the bottle in the microwave for 20 minutes, and the mom was real mad. She was like, it's 20 seconds, not 20 minutes. And he's just like, you've lost it, as if she's the crazy one. 
I mean, is she communicating it correctly? No, she's yelling. Well, at obviously, like these people have communication but, problems. They're right. throwing beer bottles but, at each but other. Tw- the, just twenty minutes, like common sense wise. What do you put? I don't think I put anything in the microwave for twenty minutes. You put meat in there to defrost it, but like not even that long. No, I also had a problem with how they were like Denim's needed a diaper change since before we left the house. Why didn't you do it at the house before right. you left? Right. That poor so baby. So these are just really great parents right, right here. Alrighty, so that's how I feel about that. Yep. Moving on, we to, come to the cafe. The cafe. It's very somber. It is. Bob makes his entrance, and there's no Bob jog. This is like one of the only entrances he right. makes with no jog, so you know no it's, jog. It's real. I actually like, feel like he doesn't have any jogs in this episode. Now no. that I think about well, it, his yeah. brother died. Right, exactly. So this is that's that's Bob's that's, sign. <laughs> that's Bob being serious. Right, no right. Jog. Um, but Bob enters mm-hmm. where he's met. Um, by Twyla, right. who's very sympathetic oh and trying to be so nice. She says, Yeah. Yep. They say death is just life, except you're not here. You're somewhere else, you know? What? <laughs> but then she goes, But when does there become here? here? And when does here, here become there? Even Bob thought it was dumb. You could tell by his face. Well, He's he cut like, her off oh, to be like, Time. Coffee. Right. Coffee. And meanwhile, right. Johnny is hiding. Right. Behind a newspaper. Right. Just hoping Bob doesn't see him because he's a horrible person. He wants to avoid the conversation about right. his bad back. Right. Yep. Terrible. Tw- terrible. I was about to say terrible because I... It's so terrible. Twyla. <laughs> okay. And so Bob goes to sit in his booth while Johnny's in his. And... <laughs> Johnny doesn't see where Bob goes, and so he puts his paper down, and then all of a sudden, he's staring straight at Bob. Straight at Bob, who is staring straight at him. Yeah. <laughs> Bob goes, do you mind if I join you, Johnny? I'm not, I don't want to be alone today. Something or like that, yeah. I need some... Which is understandable. Right, of course it is. And so Johnny goes, oh, oh no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll come, come to you. you. Oh, baby, my back hurts so bad. He's so awful. He's milking it, man. He's milking it. It's terrible. And then Bob, being the nice guy, is just like, yeah, I heard about your back. (laughs) Right. He's so nice about it. Awkward conversation. Right. And so then, because Johnny is unable, quote unquote, to carry or be a pallbearer, essentially, then Bob decides to ask him for a different favor, which... (laughs) Is worse for is Johnny. worse for Johnny because <laughs> Paul Bear, you don't do anything other than like carry other, it, and yeah, then you're done. You can you're sit. done. That's it. it All the attention is not even on you. Nope. But now, but speaking the eulogy, however, everyone is looking at you. Yeah. And um, he agrees to do that. He agrees because Carl looked up to him so, and he tries to talk his way out of it, and he's like, well. He must have had a few close friends, someone, like right. anyone, and Bob's just like, no, no one. one. <laughs> no, I wrote like that how, in all caps in so my notes. I. No one. But I'm like, how sad is that? Like, Right. Well, he no had you, him. Bob. Right. Why didn't Bob give the eulogy? It's his brother. He or said, Gwen. He Gwen said, could do something. We don't want to talk about Gwen. Bob. <laughs> Bob did say, he was like, I'm no good at these things. Like, you know how to speak to people. So, like, Why would he think that, though? I don't know. Johnny has not shown that at all. Not that not have good interpersonal right? like, skills. I don't, I don't understand where everyone's... I don't... Just because he wears a suit. And I like, guess. Came from where he It happens. Around. I don't know. So, 
here we are. Johnny will be speaking the eulogy at Carl's funeral. A man he did not know. Right. Back at the and, motel. Oh, no, you go. Well, it's not really related. Okay. We'll just come back to it. it. Never mind. No, what is it? Okay, I was just thinking, he didn't know him. Right. So if, like, I were in his shoes, I would spend some time, like, trying to get to know a little bit about him, no? Like, before the funeral? I mean, he Johnny did try know. a little bit. Like, literally 30 seconds before the funeral, though. I mean, I would take that time to probably ask Carl, like, a little bit about... Not Carl. Ask Bob I wouldn't agree about to Carl. do the eulogy for someone I well, didn't yeah, know. Well, yeah, but if somehow I were in that position... I guess. I, I mean, know. he tried... He really put He no tried effort. by making, like, general statements in that eulogy. Like, he was just trying... We'll get there. Okay. Um, anyway... Uh, where are we now? So we're, we're back at the motel. Out. Yep. And <laughs> David is entering the lobby where Stevie's sitting reading a book. And mm-hmm. it's literally like two minutes of David and Stevie like talking about her Skaggy family. Right. What does that word mean? Skaggy? Yeah, I've never heard that. I'm sure it's just another term for... I'm going to look it up okay. as we're talking. Okay. Well, anyway, they basically are just literally just talking about how... Stevie's related to this couple. They're like her distant cousins. They were like... No, it's her aunt's... Aunt's... Husband's... Stepson? No, it's her aunt's ex-husband. I think is what it was. Her aunt was married Carl to Carl. Carl was... Yeah. But then they got divorced. But then they got divorced and these belonged to them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, either way, Stevie is semi-related to Carl and the family that's coming in. And she fully agrees that these people are skaggy. And they just spend their their moments together in that lobby talking about how skaggy they are. Yes. And how what's her name? The Brie. Brie. And how Brie, this this was a statement that was hilarious to me. Brie was not fussy with introducing men into her vagina. I guess that is one way to put it. Yeah, that's a Stevie way to that's put a, it. That's a that's a Stevie way to put it. I appreciate that Stevie way. Did you find out what skaggy I means? I did. According to Urban Dictionary, it means janky and ugly. Janky and nasty. Nasty. Like put, put an R in nasty. Yep. What the hell is nasty? We'll go with janky and ugly. I need to look up nasty though. <laughs> I, I want to. What even? I don't know. Um, but janky, sure. Alexis called. Uh, Stavros is women janky. Yeah, that's so a word we've heard it's before. a word we know it. Um, nasty means like nasty, only more so, according to the same. Thank you, Urban, Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. Oh my god. Yeah. While we're still in this scene, though, talking about them, did you notice what David picked up to read? Because like Steve was reading his book, her right, book, and right. he like picked up a little brochure. Did you notice? I didn't. It was a little um, a corn festival. And then it just had a bunch of information about corn and the corn a festival. A corn festival? <laughs> That's so funny. Yep. So they're both just sitting there reading, talking about the skaggy couple. Well, here we're getting about the corn festival. And what's the dude's name? I didn't even write it down. I don't know. Sean? Sean. That sounds right. Yeah. She goes, fuck Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of all the reasons for you to remember. Okay. That's... I, I told it. you two like was it last week two weeks ago that that's my favorite word yeah. so I know I, oh, I here know. we are I've heard it many a time many a time all right so now we move we move to the vet's office slash Ted's apartment Ted shall we tell them the embarrassing thing about this okay building yes now Brianna and I watched this episode earlier right and I was telling her how it took me like till season three. To notice that Ted's apartment is attached to the vet clinic, which I know is really dumb. Like, it, it's made very obvious now that I know. 
So I thought that was dumb. And then Brienne tells me she didn't notice until she was doing her notes for this very episode. Yesterday? Yesterday. <laughs> I was, I looked. So we're real observant. Real observant. <laughs> they did the segue and they, they showed the vet's office, just the front, and then they went straight to Ted's apartment. And mm-hmm. I was literally like, what the hell? Like, why? What for? <laughs> like, I know he's the vet. That's unnecessary to do. Um, and then the yeah. second time they did it in the episode is when they showed a, a wider shot with the office attached to the apartment. Yeah. And I literally was just like, oh. <laughs> and okay. I was like, mm, I'm going to have to tell Catherine about this embarrassing tidbit that took me. <laughs> This long (laughs) to discover and realize. Yeah. But you're right. Now that it's a truth that we know, it makes so much sense. And now I judge myself for my lack of... Uh, Same. My lack of observant skills on that one. So anyway, we are in Ted's apartment building thing. Yep. And it looks very... Well, it's cleaner than my apartment. It's... It's clean, but it's like, it looks like a catalog. Smells good too. Smells good. It's clean. Alexis very much enjoyed that apartment. Um, there, she's there for the first time. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love the fact that he was like, I had Indian food last night, so I had to. Febreze it it up. Febreze it up. Oh my God. No shame. Um, but the biggest part of this scene was that Ted has dogs. Yeah. Staying with him. Creeping out on their makeout sesh. And Alexis was not happy. No, she she's not an animal person. She's not an animal person. And when that big old dog jumped on her, her face hmm. you I could mean, tell she was struggling. I would have been unhappy. Right. Yes, you would have been. I don't like dogs that I don't know. Right. Once I get used to them, I still don't like them jumping on you. Yeah, I want them on you, yeah. But I'd be a, a better with it if I knew the dog. But you understand her is what yeah. you understand her. She's she's well, not as, like, yeah. They're not even like nice, clean dogs. One of them is wearing a diaper and the other one has that cone thing. So you know. It's the same dog that has the cone and the diaper. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I thought it was the It's other. the little white dog. It has oh. the cone and the diaper and, and then, then it's a big shaggy dog. something about, oh, the worms are almost gone. Ew. That's the big dog that was on her. Yeah. That's so gross. Yep. Okay. No. So it was a lot for Alexis. She was not prepared for it. I don't understand how he got that, how that dog was okay with that diaper. Because let me tell you, I've tried diapers on Lola. Her dog. My dog. <laughs> so sorry. I have a dog named Lola. And when she would enter heat, we tried a diaper with her. No. It, she hated Mama it. Mama is a special dog. She's and by that, you mean she's high maintenance? Yeah. Okay, you can say it. It's fine. Um, but no. Lola did not like said diapers. So I was yeah. very like, wow. Okay, Ted. Okay, yeah. Ted. Um, and then he ends the scene oh. going, just think of them as our kids for the night. He says a couple of things in this episode. I'm like, dude. No, you have not known her long enough. You have not been dating long enough. You do not understand her if you think that's okay to say. You know what? In re-watching this season, I'm realizing where Ted went wrong with everything, too. He did. He He went wrong. (laughs) He was ready for a committed relationship without falling in love with the person first. Does that make sense? Like, he was like, a beautiful woman, she likes me, we're dating, it's time for a committed relationship without, like... He didn't even know her. Right. And so, yeah, it was a lot. He's a sweetheart. Way too fast. Way too fast. So they have now dog kids that Alexis has to deal with. So there's that. 
Mm -hmm. um, we go outside where Johnny is telling Moira <laughs> that he's agreed to say the eulogy at Carl's funeral. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, how did that happen? <laughs> Basically. She, John. <laughs> right. Um, but. <laughs> did you hear what John Johnny said, though? What? He's like, well, he was weeping. How could I say no? He was not weeping. He wasn't even teary-eyed. But we already know that Johnny views situations as more than they really are. I know. So he was just, he's dramatic also. Um, so yeah, so he really couldn't care less about it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what, what am I supposed to do? How do I speak about a man I don't care about? Right. And Moira comes in with her story <laughs> about some crew member on Gord, Sunrise what's Bay. His Gord, what's his name? Who, <laughs> he's a crew member that died while filming Sunrise Bay. Yeah. She made an obligatory um, an appearance, and the hysterical girlfriend asked her to speak. And she let she she told Johnny that like I couldn't think of anything, had nothing to say, so I sang "Danny Boy" and everyone cried. Right. <laughs> yep. And that was how she handled that situation. Is that gonna help Johnny? No. No. But that was Moira's help. That was her support. <laughs> so she tried. She tried. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And then again, we okay. First of all, buddy, look at my notes. We go back. What did you say? We go back to the vet's office, and Ted's and I go. What? Oh, I just wrote Alexis and Ted go nighty night. Oh, say I that's said, what I said no, but this is when I realized that, oh, it, was that it was the, the same, same building, and that's why I was like, what? Oh, so you didn't even notice it the first time? No, that's why I said it was oh, the I second one that. where I was like, oh, oh wow, buddy. Thanks for I'm sorry. You <laughs> say a lot of things. Damn. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it says, I said in my notes, I literally say, why the fuck? Oh, it's the same building. <laughs> I love that. Same building. It took me way too long. It took realize. me, it took me longer I, like, than you. When I realized in like season three, I was like, how did I not? Because it's made so obvious. So ashamed. Every time we see Ted at home, it's the outside of the office. So ashamed of myself. But now we know. God. So anyway, so we're here at Ted's apartment again. They're in Ted's bed. They're getting ready to go to bed. And they're about to like kiss and make out and have a good night. But <laughs> she starts it off with, I'm so glad you're not my brother. Right. Why, Why would you even put Why that in his head? even say that? No. But he handles it well. He's like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> he just doesn't. He's not bothered by it. Yeah, me right. too. Yeah, me too. Uh, so that was interesting. But whatever. Um, so as they're making out, the little, the little dog with the cone and the diaper comes in, right? Yeah. And she stares at it, and then the bigger one comes in and starts sniffing its butt, and yeah. she's just bothered by the noise they're making, yeah. they start barking. Ted really doesn't care. Like, yeah, he doesn't. they're barking like crazy, and he just ignores them. Yeah. He, well, he's, like, not bothered by them. He's not right. bothered by Even their if, noise. But, like, if they're barking, isn't that annoying? Like, that's loud. Here's the thing. But that's Ted. Yes. Yes, it is annoying. As a dog owner, mm -hmm. they get in the way of I can't hug Bryant well, without Lola literally inserting her face in between our spoiled. faces. She is a spoiled dog. <laughs> but, like, dogs, yeah, they ruin things. You know what could have prevented this, though? Is if they had just closed the door. <laughs> then dogs can't get in. You know? But they'd probably be scratching at the door. That's better than barking and, is and it watching though? you. Is it, though? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. It is. Um, but anyway, also I thought I thought it was hilarious when she was like, um, okay, he's standing with Is it just, is it full? Is the diaper right. full? <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I don't so know. gross. Uh, 
Okay, yeah. But there's that. So she angrily mouths at them to get right, out. To get out, and they don't move, of course. So I don't know where the night ends, but it was a rough start for them. It was a rough start. It was, it it was. was yeah. Well, that was, that was a good place for our appreciation break, yeah? Did we do it? That's exactly say? where I put oh it my in my God. Notes. Look at us go. We just did a high five. Sorry for the slap. Here we go. But appreciation break. So if you have not listened to us before, every week we do a little appreciation break in the middle of our play-by-play where we talk about something from our week that we are grateful for, something that happened, an event, a person, literally anything big or small that we are grateful for, that we're appreciative of. Um, And we go along with the positive lessons (laughs) that we learn from this show to be grateful for what we have. So that's what we do. And we encourage you guys to think of something from your week that you're grateful for. Um, if you ever want to send us things that you're grateful for and would like a shout out, we would love to do those for you. Um, but yeah, so buddy. Yeah. What's your what's your appreciation for this week? Okay. I'm going to do like my fun fact included in my appreciation break. Fair. Okay. I like it. I like my it. My appreciation this week is going to be um, for the little mini friend night I had with our friend Bernadette on Friday. Mm-hmm. We <clears throat> may or may not have watched some Mary-Kate and Ashley. Mm-hmm. And we may have accidentally stumbled onto the movie New York Minute. Mm-hmm. And it's, I saw that one in theaters. It came out 16 years ago, so I literally had no memory of it because I haven't seen it since. Right. Eugene Levy's in that movie. I didn't know that. Um, but so is the guy that plays Bob. John Hemphill, I think he said his name was. Mm-hmm. And I just had a really good time watching that movie and the others. And it was really fun. And my favorite part <laughs> is the character that the guy, John Hemphill, plays reminded me a lot of Bob in some ways. And there's one part where he's like, who let the cats out? And then I just started singing that 90s song. Who let the dogs out? But did you do a cat version? No. Wow. I know, I should have. You should have. But yeah, I'm just thankful for I like fun that. fun friend times yeah. this week because I really needed that. I love so. Bernadette. That's fine. Love Bernadette. Love her. I, gl- I love it. We, so we were definitely Mary-Kate and Ashley fans growing up. We watched yeah. all of She's their movies. She's probably going to hate that I just said that on here. I just thought. <clears throat> That's fine. No big deal. Sorry, um, Bernadette. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, I pitched well. the movies if that makes it any better. Like... Can you, like, like 16 my, years ago, when you choice. were watching that movie in theaters, did you know that you'd be here doing a show, or doing a podcast Obviously on Eugene Levy's show? Not. Obviously not. I also remember not liking that movie in theaters. It was one of those that I sat there, I was like, this is going to feel so long, because I didn't like it. I feel like it was their earlier stuff that I was really into. Yeah. And then I rewatched it, obviously, and I was like, yeah, I still don't like it. Well, here we are. <laughs> but you had a good time but with there Bernadette. Were some funny moments, but yeah. We had a lot of fun. And Bob and Johnny were so in it. friend so. moments. Yes. And like other Eugene Levy projects are fun because he was funny. He was he creepy was in funny. that movie, but he was funny. I, I appreciate Eugene Levy and his comedy. Like yeah. everything he's done. Yeah. And his he, he looked young. I mean, obviously it's like almost two decades ago. He yeah. looked so different. Yeah. 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 He had really dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah. Love it. It's a fun night. Bernadette. Well, I am appreciative of you and this podcast because like I said earlier, I feel like my weeks went by very slowly because we weren't doing this and the break was just like, well, I really do enjoy getting bagels and coffee every week with one of my best friends and talking about one of our favorite shows and that's it. And so I just grew to appreciate it more when we didn't do it 
Yeah. But we, we weren't I doing it. Really so, it. So, same. So, I appreciate you and this podcast and all the fun that we're having. So, that's mine for this week. But, yeah. Go. So, again, we encourage you guys to think of something that you're grateful for. It could be anything big or small. Find the little positive moment. Amen. Yes. All right. Are we ready to jump back in? Um, I'm really upset at myself because I did not do my sound effect. And that's the end of our appreciation break. We, go. we got it in there. All right. Oh I thought you were going to say you're upset because now you don't have notes for the second half. No. And then you hit me with that. I was well, like, oh, also that you're going to take the reins from here on out. Um, but wow. See, this is what happens when you take a break for a month. Right. <laughs> Forget about all your stupid sound effects. Yep. Oh, God. They were probably thinking, yes. Right. They were like, thank God she wasn't annoying today. Oh, oh, well. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, back to the play-by-play. Play. Back to it. We are at the motel again, mm-hmm. and the scaggy visitors are having a party is where we're at. In the motel. <laughs> it's really loud. They're obviously drunk. There's like 20 people in there. We know David loves parties and noise. <laughs> we know he absolutely <laughs> loves them. And they're right next door, right? They're like right yeah. on the other they side. They share a wall. Yeah, they share a wall. So they're literally right there. Alexis isn't there. He's the only one suffering from this. Right. This. Yeah. So Moira and Johnny aren't home at this point either, are they? <clears throat> I don't know where I they are, think, though, because it's nighttime and the funeral was in the morning. Yeah. Well, plus the funeral's later, but I don't, I feel like they would have complained. They would have. Maybe they just weren't part know. of the storyline. Who knows? Anyway. Um, David but, yeah. goes in there mm-hmm. to tell them to turn the music down. It didn't happen. Well, no, because he's talking to scaggy drunk people who don't care yeah. <laughs> about him. Yeah, because what's, what's his name again? Sean? Sean. Sean does this weird thing and he, like, pulls David's face all close to his face. They touch their, foreheads. Their face and cheeks. And he's just like, you're just here celebrating my ex-stepdad. Blah, 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 blah. But that's Using he, it as a... As an excuse to party. Right, to party like, like that. that yep. We're going to celebrate his life by having a drunken party. I have a timestamp from this scene. Yes. And um, when we were watching this episode earlier, I couldn't get it. So she stole the remote from me to get this lovely timestamp. And I got it for you. It you was saw it. Um, so it if you while. stop at exactly 1046. Not 1045 or 1047 as I did. 1046. Um, and I only know this because I paused it on this on accident and looked up and was like, wow, this is a wonderful mm-hmm. picture. But at 1046, it is when Sean has like David in his like headlock mm-hmm. almost and David's mm-hmm. just like next to him. But at 1046, David's eyes are like half closed yeah. as he's like probably rolling his eyes or something in that moment. I think he was just blinking. Who knows? <laughs> but it was perfect timing and I thought it was the funniest face. Mm-hmm. I know it's not important to anyone else, but if no. you were interested in that face, I took a screenshot of it and I can post it if we really want to. I don't think anyone's going to take the I time. I don't think you care. To go to 1046, so if you want them to see it, that's going to be the way. Wow. Well, way to ground me, buddy. Thank you so much. <laughs> <Just> being <honest. laughs> Right, move on. Say what you uh, want to say now. Well, Stevie comes out. Yeah, she does. Very drunk. Yeah, she does. Like, she goes, they got it. Like, she's like at the, the apologetic she phase like she, where she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, I'm I'm so sorry David. I'm so sorry. She um, can't even look straight. But, like, David somehow, like, he's like, okay, she's super drunk. But I'm going to tell her this anyway. He's like, right. I need you to get them to turn the music as if, down. As if getting in her face was going to get her to understand. After he just told her she smells flammable. 
So you know she's like way gone. Do you think she's going to turn anything down when she's flammable, David? <laughs> so yeah, um, no. it, it didn't work. David just had to suffer through the party. Nope. And yeah. unfortunately, we didn't get to Yeah, see he walked out and the last thing you hear is David or Stevie going, I'm so sorry, David. <laughs> yeah. She was, she was drunk. She oh, was apologetic man. drunk where you were so drunk and you're just going to everyone you go going, I'm sorry, I'm acting like this. I'm sorry, I'm drunk. Yeah, she was. That's where she was. Mm -hmm. She was really there. Blaming it on her cousins too. It got me so right. wasted. She's, she's just like, this is their fault. Um, and then there's she Bree the room, crawling on the floor to her baby who's awake in the middle of this party. I know, it's awful. That, mm. I'm with David. When Like earlier when he was like, they have a child that somehow hasn't been taken from them yet. I'm like, how? <laughs> Especially like this. And like the way they party. hold this baby throughout yeah. the episode, I'm like, <gasps> she doesn't hold her very securely. It's awful. And like the neck goes way back at one point. I'm like, that's so she bad. Probably got for a rash if her diaper's been sitting there for oh, hours. Poor thing. Yeah. So not good. Not good. This not good situation no. for the bebe. The bebe. The bebe. <laughs> yeah. What's next? Next is the funeral. Yes! Um, so Moira and Johnny, you know, make their entrance, say their hellos to Bob and right, Gwen. Right, Who have saved seats for them in the front row. Uh, well, I guess well, it's second the second row, row yeah. Because the front row is Bob and Gwen. Right. And the minister. I don't, want, I don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it in a little bit. I don't want to talk about it. Um, it's an open casket also. Right. So Johnny walks up and sees Carl, this man who he's never met. That confirmed that he's never met this talking lady. about no yeah. idea who he is yeah so no they're like waiting for the the ceremony or ceremony the funeral to right. start and this is when johnny decides to get a little information about carl right and so he asks bob how carl died God. and um sweet bob said it was in a freak accident he was trying to unhook his belt from the ceiling fan and it became knotted around his neck and he was swinging around on the fan for two days before someone found him um carl really found the studs on that god one. damn it i knew you were gonna say it i was waiting for it it's one of my favorite lines i just don't <clears throat> so bob clearly is either in denial about what happened to his brother or is truly naive enough to think this was an accident. I feel like the entire town is naive enough to believe that story. Because if I you think look at some people know, if you looked at Gwen, Ronnie knows. sitting there. Okay, <laughs> fair. Her right. eye rolls during the funeral. She knows. Fair. Bob and Gwen are both naive. Both of them were just like, yes, what a terrible, terrible, I feel terrible like thing. Gwen knew. I don't didn't know. Have the heart to tell Bob, or just didn't I don't care. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I but know. I see that's so uncomfortable because, like, you don't want to say <laughs> what really you happened there. You can't, you can't say, say that. But we did get a Johnny face because you knew we couldn't say anything. Because you couldn't say anything. He did the Johnny face, like, the eyes Moira, really wide. Like, ooh. Moira literally disconnected from a conversation. She was like, I can't. Nope. I'm not going to. We're not. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do nope. this conversation. Nope. That was uncomfortable. Uh, that was an uncomfortable moment. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that's all he learns about him before he has to give this eulogy, really. Because then we cut back to the motel, and oh Stevie is um, cleaning up after the party. Right, She's right. She's cleaning a stain. Right. Has no idea what it is, though, right? No. no idea. No. But she says she threw most of the bottles. Right. The so that's why she's so the she one cleaning. Like she needs yeah. To, but also, she's the one that works in the motel. And right. And has you to. You know that 
Brie and what's-his-face aren't going to clean up. No, they're not going to do anything. So, yeah. yeah. So, she's cleaning. David comes in. Um, mm-hmm. what, that This is when they find... Yeah. Well, first of all, Stevie doesn't remember even talking to David at the party. She asked if she made out with him, too, huh? Yeah, because yeah. she's like, did we make out last night? Because <laughs> that's her go-to when she's drunk. Me. I guess David's so. David's a shame-eating. But... She was like, oh, they told you that I was, like, here and super drunk. He's like, we had a full-blown conversation. She has no memory. So she was real gone. Real, real gone. Um, but, yeah, then they find um, a little side hustle is what they call it. I think it was side business in the pillowcase. Okay. They found some uh, cannabis. Yeah. I put MJ um, in my Either notes. way. However you would like to say it. But they found some of that and decided that they were going to enjoy it. Yep. And then we'll see the results of that later. Yup. <laughs> yup. We go to the back to the funeral. God. And and one of the people is just finishing reading an excerpt from Breaking Dawn. <laughs> I of all of all of all the, the books, books that they could have used. Of all that series, that's the one you pick. That was the worst book in that series. That was his favorite. Yeah. This poor man must have lived. It wasn't lived. a good series in Carl general, lived that was an interesting life. If he, I mean, he at must the, have. if at the end of his life, Breaking Dawn for Breaking Dawn was his favorite book. I mean, to each his own. Wouldn't be my pick. Please don't read that at my funeral. But you know, no, I will not Carl read that at your funeral. Him. I. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Yep. That happened. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't really have a, a, a big <laughs> response to it because I think I'm so flabbergasted just by the fact yeah. that it's Twilight. Because he was old, too. It's like, it's shocking he even knew about it, really, because he looked like he was in his 70s. It's depressing. I think it's what it is. See, I don't remember the book well enough to say. What I mean is depressing is that a teenage book. Oh, not the book itself. Not the book itself. A teenage book. Is what he connected to. Is what to. he connected to. Where was his mindset with his life? I don't want to know. I there's That's it's what I'm saying good. is that this right. is just sad. It's right. sad. It's not good. Um, yeah. Okay, yep. So then Johnny is introduced as a close friend and a personal hero of Carl. Let's uh, keep in mind, he never met the man. Not once. But um, he comes up to start the eulogy. What do you, what, I don't know how I would respond if someone called me a per, like a close, like a personal hero and a close mm-hmm. friend if I had no, never met him. I just don't. It's weird. I don't know. It's really weird. Well, yeah. So Johnny goes up, right? Yep. Starts his speech. He does. And then he's interrupted by the baby. Right. Crying. Well, and his speech before that happens is so like general statement eulogy. Well, yeah, because then he's like, I'm, he's a man who loved a good sweater, I'm, I'm told. told. And Bob, Bob agreed. wholeheartedly agrees. Yep. Yep. Loves You're right. the feel of a uh, big tool in his hand. And Bob's face when he said that, I was like, oh, my gosh. That was the weirdest reaction. Just that he closes his eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, I don't think that was when Bob was agreeing. I think it that he actually like got agreement. the joke. I think he... Really? Because I got the sense that it was like, oh, a, oh Johnny. Oh, I don't, I didn't think that. We're going to have to rewatch this moment. Maybe. Maybe we're. I thought he was just like, yep, you, you got it. Like, you hit the nail on the head with that one. Because remember, he found the studs. 
So he knew about the tools. Oh shit! I feel maybe, like that's maybe what you're right. Maybe maybe you're right. I'm gonna have to. We have to. I have to watch that moment again. Okay. But either way, it was a weird face. It. Everything about this scene is weird. So yeah. as he's speaking and saying his general stupid eulogy, <laughs> the baby, the bebe, denim, <laughs> starts crying. Um, and then Bree's phone rings. She answers it. Where the fuck are you, Sean? At a bar. If anyone should be in a bar right now, it's me. And Jocelyn is literally behind her, like, oh. <laughs> watching her, judging a girl. Chill out. And then you she know what? Goes, the fact that she showed up meant something, though, I feel. Because she wasn't really, his. Yeah, it's his. But Bree's the one who showed up. So she's not great. But at least she made an appearance. Well, then she said, fuck, Sean hangs up on him and walks out. But she did say, excuse me. Before <laughs> she was like, she, she tried. A little she, bit. She, Not well, really, but right. for her type of people, she made an effort. Her exit. She tried. So she's very upset at Sean yep. for not being at this funeral that he's supposed to be at. Yeah. Um, and then Johnny, you can really see it in his face that he's just, he is losing um, his cool. Yeah. He's, and he starts talking about dying in Shit's Creek. We are talking about dying in Shit's Creek. Yeah. He, he goes, I'm here to talk about the misery of our lives here. God. We might never escape escape this place right because he's really just expressing his own fear he's becoming a little unhinged a and little what I loved was ronnie's face did you see her in the background yes, yes. she was looking just like whoa like he's losing it Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny. yeah yep and then there's moira who's just like <coughs> and then she stands this is the part where she after right. says that she just stands with, oh no. danny boy she, she tries to save so him she's yep. just like up oh, and everyone just him. like took a moment, but then just joined right in. Except all of them stood up to sing that Not song with her. Not all of them her. sang, but they all stood. It was and like I a ceremonial so thing where they were like, yeah. "Oh, a song! It's this time to what stand." We do. What? I know. And my favorite part is once everyone else started singing, Moira just sat back down, like, "My job here is and done." And she was like, "You're welcome." Right. You're welcome. Did and that. So they just sing the whole thing. And right, I need to point out, Johnny did not sing well. You know, his voice didn't sound good. From Glen to Glen. Like, he didn't sound good, right? Am I wrong? I mean, I don't think, I think I was really paying attention to the fact that no one sounded good. Okay, but Johnny sang really loud and he didn't sound good, which I think is important to note for later episodes happenings. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Maybe he purposefully was just not caring enough to sound good because he but didn't he's in care front about of everybody. Carl. Yes, but he his, cares about but they're, his but they're following Moira. Yeah, but he cares about how people think of him, and he just sounded bad. Yeah, okay. that's true. I just thought. I honestly, I was just noticing that the fact that everyone sounded awful, so I didn't even notice like Johnny's particular voice. I'll have to watch oh. that again too. Yeah. Wow. It was. Oh, annoying. Johnny. Anyway, we yeah we leave them singing Ooh. there, and we go back to the cafe, and Ted is apologizing to Alexis again. That's right, about Which the doggies. This is a justified apology, but I feel like he's always apologizing to her for something. But yeah, he's apologizing for not being more sensitive to her aversion to pets, basically. And tries to make up for it by getting her a book. <laughs> Before that, though, when she's like, is it a puppy? And he goes, no, that'd be mean to the dog. <laughs> like, oh. And then she asks if it's a credit card. Was, right. It's like, no. But yeah, do you remember the title of the book? 
it's, it's like something along the lines of like how to not be selfish and put someone else before yeah. you or something it's like that. Opening your heart to animals, a guide to the benefits of caring about something other than yourself. <laughs> now, if that's not a blunt statement about what Ted thinks of her, I don't know what it is. He really said it. He really went for it I and mean, gave her she... that book. And the sad part is, too, is that she didn't really get how blunt it was because she didn't care enough. She was like, oh, thank you yeah. for this book. The way she said, though, about caring about something other than yourself. Like, I think she got it for a second, but then she learned there was something inside the book and stopped caring. Right. Because he's like, take a look at page 37 or whatever Right, it was. and then got her uh, suite into Elmdale yeah. something Hotel. or other so that they could have a night Without, Without their the kids. Puppies. Oh, yes. I forgot he called Without them their that. kids. Yeah. <clears throat> Why didn't he just put leave them in the vet's office, though? Like, they need to he, I think he said, he, right there, he said right? in that first, there was a reason. Like, he was watching the worms on the bigger dog, and then the younger dog couldn't be by itself or something Do like that. Do you want that in your nice, clean apartment, though? I mean, he obviously is able to keep it. He's a dog person. Of course he doesn't care. I don't care when my dog's there. I can yeah, but your clean. dog is not wearing a diaper That's and with worms. You're right. You're right. Well, anyway, mo- moving, moving on. on. They do their weird like back and thank you, back and forth. Thank you. Right. Thank right. you. No, no, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> so weird. But anyway, we go back to the motel. Right. With Stevie and David. Right. <clears throat> and they're, um, you know. They're high, yeah. buddy. They're high. They're inebriated. Um, Stevie is wearing really big white sunglasses and David's wearing a baseball cap. And he goes, Wanna know where I got my hat? Assholes are up. Because it's like one of those like mesh ones. Right, right. That were like way big. Right, right. And um, Stevie starts dying because that's an apparently very funny joke. She falls off. Falls off the bed. With the big stuffed dinosaur that I've never noticed until I watched it. Right. She was holding and snuggling a dinosaur on the bed. It looked like the one from The Land Before Time. I love it. The long neck. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what the name of that dinosaur is. I don't remember either. I just call him a long neck. Littlefoot? I think maybe it's Littlefoot. Yeah. The little one, right? Bigfoot? Yeah, Bigfoot. Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Big Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Big Littlefoot. It's not Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Stop it. Stop it. Um, so I'm Stevie not. falls off the bed laughing at that joke, but then immediately Bree and Sean yeah. are outside with the baby. So they flee into the room next right, door. Right, because they're still in Bree and Sean's room right. getting high. Right. So Also, what we noticed, they have a nice working lock. Why does that room have a lock? Remember? Oh, and between the doors. Yeah, because that's yeah. an issue between the Rose's rooms. Right, right, right. The locks doesn't work. Right. Don't work. And I'm like, why does that work? Well, anyway. Um, so I she unlocks it. They get into the next door. Yeah. Uh, Bree and Sean come in and they're pissed because someone has ransacked their whole, their <laughs> whole room. They can smell the weed. Sean's very upset. Um, I really would like Catherine to read her next note to you word for word. I really forgot that I wrote this in my notes. Um, I wrote, I'm talking about Steven. No, Steven. Steven. <laughs> David and Stevie. That was their name. Their uh-huh. super name. There you go. Steven. I, wrote, I hate you. I wrote, they start snogging and I was like, what? God. <laughs> because, um, well, I've been reading Harry Potter, so the word snogging is on my mind. But also, I am one of those people who just assumed that David was gay. Right. So I was like, wait, what? 
Right. <laughs> what is I happening? Think, I think the general audience did as well. Yeah. So um, I was wrong as I learned in this scene. I was like, oh, right. All right. Cool. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah. They're, they're but, yeah. having a make-out sesh. They're having a make-out sesh. He, like, drops the beer bottles. From up. Because they're high. It feels good. They're just enjoying their yeah. life. And this room, though. The this environment room. of the room. It is like a plush velvet there's, red room. Yeah. Everywhere. The bed is even red, isn't yes, it? Yes. There's a mirror on the ceiling. Yeah. And a disco ball. And a disco ball. So this room is very special, y'all. Yeah, this is I'm pretty. A, sure is it's this not the honeymoon suite? But is this something? not the room that David also is hiding his clothes? It in? is. Because we is. talked about this in yes. that episode. Because yeah. I was like, they say something never happens, and then it does happen in that room. This is right. the episode where it happens. So David and Stevie made it happen in that room. Mm. They yep, went it's the for same it. one. So they've been there. They had a good time. Um. So yeah, so that happens with yeah. David and Stevie. What's sure. next? Uh, we go back to the funeral reception. Yes, David. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we get another great Johnny face. Yeah. Um, there's a couple, actually, yeah. before oh, the yeah. end. I feel like this whole one last five minutes is Because Johnny, Johnny and Moira are talking, and she's like, let's just get a few sandwiches and, like, make our exit. And right. he makes the face to that comment. I'm like, that wasn't anything ridiculous. Um, but then Moira, no, not Moira. Jocelyn comes over like, Moira, what a voice. <laughs> and then Roland asks her to sing at, her cousin, at his cousin's funeral, even though she's not dead yet. She's just been coughing. A lot. And Jocelyn. So is any like, day now yeah. she could go. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't. Then Bob comes in, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "One more chorus before we close the casket." And Gwen wholeheartedly is like, "Yes, Moira." We haven't even talked about. Gwen. Oh, we forgot about Glenn and the Glenn. Gwen. Wow, I can't talk today. Gwen and the minister at the funeral. Here's the thing. Gwen. Gwen mm-hmm. was very close to this minister. And there is a shot, I should have done a timestamp, but there is a shot. It's after Brie leaves with the baby. She's like, excuse mm-hmm. me. And it's that shot. Gwen is not even sitting next to Bob. She's sitting in the she's corner like of the, the pew with the minister. It's and weird. if you look over, the minister has his arms on Gwen. It's really weird. It's very odd. And if you've watched the rest of the show, you'll understand why this is bothersome to us. And we'll talk about it as time goes. But just yeah. remember that Gwen seems to be touchy-feely with other people. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, she fully supported Moira singing again. Right. So Moira But they obliges. all did. They, cl- like, the whole, the whole everyone room. clapped for oh. her. Um. So <laughs> Johnny just goes, take your time, honey. Take your time. Oh, and she did. She did. She <laughs> took her sweet-ass <laughs> time. Amazing. Because Johnny, like, stops eating while she's silent, he's like waiting. And then when she starts singing again, he'll like take a bite. Of his egg salad sandwich. And then he makes a face because he knows everyone's looking at him because he's standing right next to Moira. Eating while she sings this, this song. The slowest. <gasps> like, and it's just so slow because then she says, Daddy. Long pause. Like, oh my god. She goes on <laughs> for forever. She loved this attention. And milked it for all it was worth yep. while Johnny ate his egg salad sandwich. Yep. So end scene. End episode. And the episode. Her during the credits. It's God. What a moment. 
I feel like Moira is the ending credits for a lot of the episodes. Understandably so, though. She has some she epic has, moments yeah. that really just tie it all together. For real. All right. Well, we did it. <laughs> See, it wasn't that bad without having no, my I notes. No, I wasn't worried about we it. got it. We, we did it. it. I just think it was funny that you, like, you had started the notes and then just forgot. <laughs> just literally I just think it stopped so funny. notes. Just, like, the episode just sucked you in. Because, I mean, let's be honest, the second half of that episode It's is so old. funny. Like, I got, I was dying by the end of the episode. Yeah. Like, every time I watch it, I'm dying because it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Every I time. rewound and watched Moira sing yes. like at least three times. But the conversation too about the fan. I'm just oh like, my it's gosh. so awkward and cringy, it's but I'm awful. like, guys, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I love this episode. So I see, good. I see why this is one of your favorites. It's like yeah. comedy gold for sure. Yeah. Mostly just Moira in this episode. Right, right. Well, speaking of Moira, I would say that Moira is my standout shit. Okay. Here's, here, but here, I think this is why, and it's really weird. It's like the song, obviously, is, oh, she's hilarious. But I think for me is that like Moira did not have to go to this funeral. Well, Roland and Jocelyn invited her though. Like she didn't really not go. But she didn't have to save Johnny. That's true. She didn't have to do anything. She didn't know true, them. True, and she told that to them. She's like, I don't know him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, as tactless as that <laughs> beginning was, like, I feel like... She pulled it together. She pulled it together and she supported Johnny even though she fully didn't want to and fully knew that he didn't need to be doing what he was doing. Yeah. And still saved the two of them at the end of it. Yeah. So, That's why I would say... She's my stand Yeah, for sure. Because, like, leading up, she's like, well, here's what I did. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, at the end, she's like, okay, this is getting awkward. I'm going to save him. Right. Let me just, I got, I got it, Johnny. I got you. I got you. Yeah. For sure. I had a hard time picking my standout this time, though. Same. Because I was like, I feel like no one really made a lot of growth. There was very supportive. There were a lot of, like, awkward, like, oh, a lot of awkward moments. Yeah. It was. But I would say Moira for that reason. Yeah. She's fine. She's also my favorite moment. Um, her singing same. at the end. Oh, you mean the very like, final the moment? The funeral was good, but at the end with the long pause and Johnny in the background with his sandwich and everyone right. just staring. Right. That is also my favorite yeah. moment. So, yeah. wow, we yeah. matched today. Look at, Look at that. In the swing of things. Back in the it. The wheels are greased, at as least. you said. The wheels are greased. <laughs> matching. Matching. Well, I'm super excited for next week also, though. Yes. Ron's yes, going to be Ron's here next week here. to record with us. Yes, we're going to be discussing The Honeymoon, which is one of, it's probably my it's favorite episode. episode. I think it's my I favorite think. episode from the first season. Okay. Um, I think it's Ron's as well. So we're That's really excited about it. Yeah, probably. Um, But it's a it's um, a really important episode, but we're going to have our friend joining us. Yes. He's going to be speaking about that episode with us. Cannot wait. Uh, I literally cannot wait. He was with us this morning mm-hmm. as we got our bagels and coffee. Yeah. So like as we were getting ready, we were like, oh my God, this is going to be so fun next week. Yeah. So we're really stoked. Um. And we hope that you guys um, continue loving this and have a wonderful week. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you had as much fun as we did. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave some comments and tell us what you love about what we're doing. Join us next week for another episode of Ew, David, a Schitt's Creek Giggle Fest.